0: Hello and welcome to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with me, your host, Steve Abramowitz, where I interview the best business people and entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome back to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with your host, Steve Abramowitz. We are focused on the best businesses doing good business in America. Today, we are with in studio with david mcpherson but first for more information about the ceo special or the mill creek view stable podcast visit us anywhere you get your podcast or videos at mill creek view while you're there please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of this amazing content and pass it on and thanks for doing it movie night was founded to positively impact society through media the founding team of movie night has created new advancements in the media industry that will bring content creators together with consumers like never before. David McPherson, CEO, Chairman, Founder. David's leadership acumen stems from his vast entrepreneurial experiences and achievements. His career has spanned industries ranging from medical technology, weapon material sciences, e-commerce, franchises, and more. David's insight and eagerness to create new innovations positioned him as a patented, med tech inventor e-commerce inventor and early innovator in over a dozen industries together with partner lucas foster ceo business officer chief business officer lucas is one of the most accomplished movie producers in hollywood having produced many highly acclaimed films such as ford vs. ferrari 225 million at the box office bad boys 141 million mr and mrs smith $487 million, Man on Fire, $130 million, Crimson Tide, Dangerous Minds, and many others. Lucas's involvement as Chief Business Officer empowers Movie Night with seasoned entertainment industry leadership. David, thanks for coming on today. How are you today? Everything is great, my brother. Thank you for having me. My this is, pleasure. This is great. I'm glad you could take the time. You were a busy, busy guy doing a lot of good work. Um, tell us what brought you to the movie distribution industry and uh, what you've been doing before that.
1: Yeah, so um I was brought into it so years ago I got to consult with several of the flicks out there, um, pure flicks and some others, and I looked at the holes in the industry and thought they needed to be plugged. And uh obviously uh the Christian entertainment genres is, is considered the most underserved. So with that being said, there's few in the industry that would budge and serve it properly. So um after several meetings. We, um, decided to just go for this on our own. And when you look at, uh, when you looked at the industry overall, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, economical holes that need to be filled. We had to really look for those and find them. And ultimately we found them and, um, are plugging them with technology and processes
0: that are new to the industry. And your business model is very unique. Obviously mm-hmm. the movie business has been around and very mature and, and very labor and money intensive. How have you, uh, figured out a way to do it cheaper, better, faster? Well, as far
1: as making movies, there's nothing that we've done there to do, do it any better than anyone else is doing. We've partnered with people that know how to do it very, very good. Um, as far as uh, monetization or distribution, we've we've uh, created three new layers of revenue, uh, actually four new layers of revenue that allow uh, movie makers to uh, earn extra money off of what they've already created. So they look at us as something When they see our model, they're like, wait a minute, we've got to add that to the mix. And because we offer things that nobody else is doing, it's not hard to it's not hard to get uh, really great titles to provide, you know, through our network.
0: like a Lucas foster is not an easy thing. He must have looked at what you were doing and said, I want a piece of that or a part of that. How did that relationship evolve?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, a friend of mine, uh, down in Texas had a friend that's Lucas's uh, partner and he made the connection. I get on the phone with Lucas's partner and I described, this is what we're, what we're doing with churches and with businesses. Um, Lucas, uh, at the time, was getting ready to produce something called um, Constantine the Great around the Roman Emperor Constantine. And there's a major faith element to that. So he thought, man, if I could, if I could uh, make this in a way that Movie Night could, could get it to their audience, then it would be an extra layer of revenue that he was not even predicting in his model before. So we got on the phone. Um, that conversation led into me flying out to see him and spent a couple of days with him, uh, got in a studio with them, did some interviewing. Um and since then we've had a lot of conversations. But ultimately that's how it happened and he uh is he, he thinks our model is profound and and um uh, is helping out, yeah. to say the least. Yeah.
0: Well, without giving away the secret sauce too much, I know, obviously, there are a lot of distribution channels out there now. Before the internet, there were just the studios, and then maybe there was direct-to-DVD, so that would sell through a blockbuster, which are gone now, or a Hollywood video yeah. with the rise of the Amazons and the Netflixes and the Epics and all the rest of these things. How do you find your, your niche, and how do you uh, get the distribution content that they can't get?
1: Yeah, so our first goal, there's there's an expression used out there in corporate America corporate America uses it. It's called flyover America. And that is basically the blue collar working class, God fearing or church going family that uh, typically isn't really doesn't really relate with uh, a lot of the messaging or or cultural beliefs of the Netflix and the Disney. So our goal was to go after that Go after that family, go after that that consumer, and and they are sixty two percent of all online consumerism. Mean, it's a huge underserviced uh, body of consumers. So, <clears throat> um, so we made a plan, uh, and we thought, how could we how could we appease that audience? Well, uh, serve them well, and be the uh, the representative of them in the movie industry. So s- nobody's really representing their interests in Hollywood. And we wanted to pull that that body of consumers together, so that so that we are movie night is the voice that can deliver, that can speak for them and deliver to them what they're looking for as far as content. So, um, one of the first things we did, and I'm I'm a I'm a man of God, I'm a believer in Jesus, and um, I I look at it as um, you know Jesus says I manifest to destroy the work of the devil. So I look at it as Jesus manifesting through me as a leader of this organization to destroy the work of the devil in the media industry so that's my hard step forward when I go to proceed to do any kind of negotiating in the business whatsoever um, I also you know I have a big belief I I, uh, I think that pastors and churches need to be supported more I think the communities overall need to have a better outlook on the the local body. And I think that the local body needs to be doing things to integrate more with society, to so they have a higher impact and uh, more relevancy in society. So, uh, we created a subsidiary called Movie Night Ministries, where we're able to get um, great movies with A-list talent, A-list producers. These are not um, a Hallmark-style movie; they're not uh, a low-budget type of movie. Uh, we get them. We 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 do we do an editing of the movie that gives us something <clears throat> called the church edition. We offers it, we offer it to churches, churches uh, with the marketing package that we call the Pack the House Guarantee. So we know that um, there's 50 to maybe 100 million fans of our movies out there that will go to a church event to watch the movie. So uh, we're able to serve Fly Over America through MovieNet Ministries. We serve uh, from the viewpoint of the pastor. We're giving him a full event of, people from the community, which is what, that's what they like. That's what they're looking for from the viewpoint of the consumer. That's just visiting the event. They're showing up to watch a great movie. If they have two or three or four or five family members, they're saving 50 to 150 bucks by not having to go to a theater and pay for it. And these churches are providing, uh, soda and popcorn, hot dogs, et cetera. So these families are showing up and they leave very, very satisfied with their experience through our movie night brand. The churches are very, very satisfied by the crowd that they just attracted. Uh, our, our process is pretty simple. So we, we, our church-facing brand, our pastor-facing brand is Movie Night ministry. So from their perspective, when, when this event's over, they get a data list. In their eyes, it looks like new visitor forms. Typically, they spend up to 35 The average in the nation right now is about $35 in digital marketing to attract a family to a church. We're delivering that for one or two bucks. So, when the pastor's done with the event, he can look at a list of people and see all these new visitor forms that we provide to him. Um, from the consumer's perspective or the visitors' perspective, they go to movienight.com, they register, and they get a free movie pass. So, in the eyes of one, it's a pass; in the eyes of the other, it's a new visitor form. So, mm-hmm. everyone in the uh, as far as the church movie events, everyone's happy. And, uh, and we're happy the people that the producers of our movies, they're happy because the, again, it's a new layer of monetization for them and it exposes their brand to the audience. And then on top of that, what we do for the producers is we provide, uh, the data list. So all the visitors that go to the church to see it now, the movie producer has access through us to that customer when they release another film. So, uh, um, uh, that movie ministries model, is appeasing to everyone involved us the producer the pastor the visitor nobody loses everybody
0: wins yeah that's a fantastic thing win 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 yeah so let me ask you this if i'm a uh, executive at a studio And I'm in charge of a library of movies because obviously the main issue with the, let's just say, faith-based film industry is that sometimes it's perceived as having the lower quality, lower budgets, lower B-grade or C-grade actors to do it. So they're not promoting their movies. Obviously, the ones I listed with Lucas, say the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie box office, half a billion dollars, they drew the crowd into the audience. You're doing it with a genre of film that's a little harder to, uh, let's just say, sell because people think they're going to preconceived notion that they're going to see a not so great film. So yes. if you do pr- approach a studio executive who has a library of old Star Trek shows or old uh, James Bond films, how do you pitch to them that they want to provide content through you to distribute?
1: Yeah. So that's, <clears throat> that's a pretty easy answer. So when I sit down with studio executives, I I pretty much let them know that if you want to, if you want a really good, um, if you want access to fly over America, we are, we are the gateway to it. Uh, that one line alone opens up the conversation. So that's my open liner. If you're a CEO of some studio, that's what I would tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, now I don't go to you and say, Hey, I'm going to pay you for a bunch of content. I go to you and say, I want your content. These are the titles that we're looking for. Um, I want you to give them to me on consignment and most studios will say the ship's already sailed. Um, it's left the dock You're too late. We're, exclusive in all these you know verticals and then i mention our verticals and they come back a hundred percent of the time and say we actually don't have exclusives in those and the reason why is because uh not only the church facing model but our new model that we have which is considered our which is redemption video and demand it offers consumers an opportunity to earn uh, tokens while they shop and they can use those tokens to redeem they can redeem a token to watch a movie, buy a movie, or subscribe to an online channel like a Pure Flix or Netflix or something.
0: So this is the next level of product placement you're talking about on steroids, where you're saying that somebody in a retail non-affiliated with the movie's storyline could actually make money selling their product through your distribution. How does that work?
1: Yeah, so we have a new uh, feature that we're building in our app. Um, So basically, while you're watching a movie on your television, uh, through movie night, so if you get the movie night app, which is not available till sometime in July, probably second or third week of July,
0: this may be running in then
1: yes okay, so <laughs> uh, so basically while you 're watching on your t v you can open your app and you can see think you you can you could tap on a button which is shop mode, and you can see whatever you're seeing on that t v you'll be able to shop off your off your phone, so if you see um you know. Tom Cruise wearing a pair of sunglasses or something, just for an example. And I'm not saying we're going to have Tom Cruise movies on here. I'm just saying for for an example, Um, you'll find retailers that have that right from the phone and you can tap it and buy while you're watching the movie. So that is that that is another layer of revenue. Yeah. And and, and we hope that um, in the future, we have a lot more um, integration with movie night and the production side, just so that we can bring sponsors that have items they want in movies that pay an upfront fee to be in the movie. And then that product is connected through movie night when it streams.
0: So you'd have original content and content that's already been created to be distributed. So you're basically yeah. have a large channel where people can decide what they want to see based exactly. on the genre or the actor and whatnot. Okay. Yes. Yep. Fantastic. Now Hollywood's going through a writer strike right now. Um, as you know, and most of that has to do with streaming rights, um, -hmm. more television than, uh, movies themselves, because obviously they have said that there's not an ability to track who's watching these movies. If you Mm -hmm. hit play on Amazon prime or Netflix, they say they don't know how they now say all of a sudden, maybe they have figured that out, or at least the director's guild has. Yeah. Are you finding any complications with that? And I'd love to hear a success story in a church, somebody who may have was skeptical about what you could do and how it actually went above and beyond their expectations.
1: Yeah, I'll answer the first question first about the strike. So uh, we've already, our, our model was that we've already planned to build out and started to build out a process to where after you watch a movie, you can, uh, the uh, it, the people that were involved in making the movie, the producers, the actors, et cetera, they now have those people So they can log into the back end of movie night and see all the people that have watched their movie, whether you're a grip on a set, whoever's in those credits, we want those profiles to be created on movie night and allow them to start building a following. So you have the IMDB site. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's our way of, uh, circumventing that and having our own database of people that are involved in the movie business on the back end of movie night. So we want, we want, uh, movie talent movie producers writers etc to be just as active in our app as consumers so that so we want to create that tie-in to where they have their own following so um after you've watched something you might get notifications saying hey steve um john smith who is a you know cameraman on star wars or something you just watched the movie would you like to follow his other work so then you can start tracking we could track all that all that progress on there.
0: Wow. So much more granular than just the top billing actor or the director or the writer, even which usually doesn't get a lot of credit. You're saying you can follow their own social media through you. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah, That's good. That'll help their careers and immensely. That's another win, win, win for them. So what is, um, a success story that you had in the church?
1: Yeah, we have a couple. Um, so there's a church down in, um, and I don't remember their name off the top of my head. There's a church down in Louisiana. Contacted us and said, "Hey, we are in the middle of nowhere, a small town. Um, we've got 15 to 30 average attendance on Sunday. What can you do?" And we told them, and they're like, "You know, there's no way." So we said, "Well, let's just try it." And I talked to him. I said, "If it, if it doesn't work, I'll just refund you your money, but at least try it." So, uh, they um, they did an event, and this is a tiny little rural community. Uh, they had 130 people at the event. Hmm. Um, they probably spent three to 500 bucks total on the event and the, uh, um, I-, I was actually surprised too, cause I really didn't expect that money because it was kind of a long shot to get them at least a hundred. And ultimately they went down the road and, uh, they ended up buying a concession stand. Um, they're now subscribing to a monthly event with us. And it's now their their form of outreach. Um, we've got uh, um, an event coming up July 1st down in Houston um, at uh, Pastor E.A. Deckard's church. And that church is called uh, uh, Greenhouse International. And we got 500 people to sign up for that event in hours. Wow. Um, so that'll be a big one. It's going to be a whole parking lot. I think they've got two blow-up screens and a big PA system. I think they've got probably a 1,000 hot dogs they'll serve, and that'll be a big one. That's um, great. Yeah. That'll be really good. So uh, We haven't seen any that have not been successful, and so far 100, 100% of pastors that have done one event calls us saying, hey, we want to do this, make this a monthly outreach. You know.
0: And you offer them a risk-free guarantee on the first go-round. Uh,
1: um. Th- Occasionally, but most don't ask for it. Most understand it. Most most church leaders um, understand that when they do a movie night, it's usually a more successful event. So typically churches have the, um, the potluck stuff or they'll have like a field day with bounce houses or they'll have a movie event and they'll play a movie, um, you know, Cars or Incredibles or something that they don't even have like a, a, a permission to even... Li- uh, a license to stream it commercial commercially
0: like they do. Right. They just go to the Walmart and buy it.
1: Yeah. They buy the DVD and just, and just wing it. Um, we, we get them around that by buying one of our licenses. Um, but most churches have done movie events. they they see us and they're like, Hey, we've done this before. And, and they understand that we have a specific title for them for the purpose of movie events. And they know that we have following around our talent. So, um, it, we take some guesswork out. We give them a whole guide on how to manage the event, how to do follow up. We give them Bible studies and devotionals and all that stuff around our title. So it's not just a movie. You know, we, we always tell them we're not just movies where we're events and processes and, um, and there's really no one out there doing what we're doing. There's a couple of services out there that you can go and license a movie, but they don't offer, um, you know, they don't offer what we offer. So we're, we've got to, you know, doctor, we were with Doctor Wang the other day, and yeah. he said, oh, this is Blue Ocean." <laughs> so, so you're right.
0: Now you have to explain to everyone what Blue Ocean is. All
1: right, Blue Ocean. Um, so uh, <clears throat> Blue Ocean is a Blue Ocean and Red Ocean are entrepreneurial expressions or business expressions, where a Red Ocean is where you have an ocean full of sharks, and they're, you know, um, the water's red because they're all devouring in the same, same body of water. And then you have blue ocean where it's just one shark swimming out there, grabbing, grabbing everything. So that
0: that leads me to my next question. Yeah. There are only a few players in the space and we are in 2023, which is the year of the phenomenon of let's say Jesus revolution, Mm -hmm. where actual movies that are Christian oriented or faith-based are actually catching fire, getting attention, getting people to the theaters, getting them to churches and they were sponsored by churches. So they had a different pool. Of investor money, say then China or then Hollywood or New York. How do you have the um, ins to uh, jump into this space brand new and take the small but mighty other, well, I don't think you can call them studios, other players and move them out of the way for you?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> they, you know, anyone that I would look at is potentially being a competing threat. They pretty much moved themselves out of the way. So uh, Hollywood had relationships with, with these guys that had access to churches and they would, they would be paid to go to churches and say, Hey, promote this movie, you know, drive your audience to theaters, to buy tickets. Um, and they offered a no win situation for the church. So um they go to a pastor. They make the proposition, and the pastor either says yes or no. That work, that's that started it with uh, Passion of the Christ. So that was kind of the first movie where pastors really got engaged in something. And then God's Not Dead comes around, and uh, and some others. Um, a lot of Christian films out there. You can you know Fireproof was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but ultimately, pastors kind of got have gotten worn out they've gotten fatigued by that model because there's nothing to gain for them and they're just promoting for these studios that haven't really given them
0: anything they're using their expensive sound systems and screens to show a movie but they're not getting anything
1: back they don't even show the movie they're they're promoting people to go buy theater tickets oh
0: to send them to amc or regal to enjoy that so there's no church tie in real church tie-in they're marketing for free
1: yeah church literally gets nothing but uh thank you Mm -hmm. uh so yeah so when it's funny when we have conversations with churches and I'm on the phone with the pastors as much as I can uh I would say more than one conversation a day sometimes 5 10 20 a day and I get on calls with our sales reps and uh we we get on with a pastor and they're like hey look uh I don't want to promote your movie. I just want to find out how can my church benefit off of this movie because you guys are saying you benefit us. How is that? Uh, they're very skeptical. They're worn out, and when we say, "Well, we have a movie that you can't find anywhere else. It's not in theaters. It's not on DVD. It's only through us. It's a church edition. It's got a big following behind it." And the the then they say, uh, "Well, like, uh, why? You know what I mean? Because they they're trying to figure too out too good to be true. What? Yeah, it's too good to be true. Why is this available to me and? And then, uh, then they're told about the, you know, David McPherson's mission as CEO, uh, and a little bit about my background. They're like, Oh, uh, that, that sounds like something we want to get involved in. So it's more than a, uh, to us, it's more than a movie. Whereas our, the other brands out there that have been doing this for over a decade, both of them, actually a couple of them, um, they don't have a mission like we have. My mission is to make the pastor, the most influential human being in the neighborhood. Uh, my competitors' missions are to make the the pastor a source of profit. Right. So the intentions are different, and the, the way that we interact is different.
0: Yeah, what I think is, is fascinating, of course, is that we have uh, The Chosen, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a, at the beginning, the first couple of seasons was a huge success, mm-hmm. word of mouth. It was yeah. not, there are no royalties going to a pastor to say, hey, you should all watch that on HBO or whatever channel it was on, I don't even know. And that's great, it worked, it got very popular, but you're saying, here's a way to get them in with some economic glue to say, not only am I gonna help you spread the word of a faith-based project or art, like the movie, you can also uh, participate in the success of it in your own church by becoming more influential, getting more people in both, both believers and non-believers, you know, which is a great goal to have. And then having the database of all the people who would be interested in such a thing for the next one and the next one and the next one. So that's fantastic. So let me ask you this: I have to formulate this one is a little different. Um, What I know, I know it's a very secretive kind of industry that you're in. You can't say too much about certain things, but what products or what content do you have on the website that people could see now and what's coming in the future. That's where the secret comes in that you could give us a little bit of sizzle. And again, this probably is going to be seen in July. So if you have anything that will already be in the can by then, be sure to let us know.
1: Sure. So, um, great question. Uh, I'm going to correct you a little bit. You mentioned, uh, faith-based Our some of our movies are, have a faith center around them or faith undertones. Our goal is to get non-believers to churches. I'm not highly enthusiastic about entertaining the body. Uh, I do not think the body needs to be entertained. I think we need to be active. So to make them active and more influential, we bring a Rob Schneider family friendly comedy to attract the guy that just wants to watch a Rob Schneider movie. He doesn't know what well, he he's fully aware that he's attending a church event. It's on the ad. He knows what he's getting into. He's going to go to a church event to watch a Rob Schneider comedy. Um, <clears throat> uh, since this is coming out in, in July, um, I can talk a little bit of also a little bit about our technology. So we do have some technology coming out that, that allows pastors to interact with visitors in a more um, profound way, more proficient, more effective way than ever before. Um, so, um, so when we, target an audience to go to a church event. It's a, we know the demographic, Uh, for example, right now we have a Rob Schneider, daddy daughter trip that's available to churches. We also have Padre Pio, which is uh, a Shia LaBeouf movie. We also have um, Triumph, which is a a Terrence Howard movie. So all three of those attract a different demographic. Um, So when, when you look at, um, what we could do with data and demographics with the how to, how to pair relationships for follow-up activity between the visitor and the, and the, uh, congregant member or the church member. We, we, we allow the pastor to lead that, but we allow him to impastor the congregants to have those follow-up interactions based on like-mindedness of the visitor and the congregant. So it, it's a technology that uses AI to say, hey, um, uh, David attended your event. He likes Harley-Davidson's and Rambo's and coffee on Wednesday mornings. Um, pastor John, you should have Steve to reach out to him because Steve rides a Harley, likes Rambo, and drinks coffee on Wednesday mornings. So by doing that, the pastor will initiate the conversation and say, hey, Steve, can you reach out to David? He came. He, you know came to the event. Here's his contact information. So you call him, you like, hey, David, uh, what's up, man? I saw you like the event. You're probably going to speak a similar similar lingo as me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're probably going to have a lot higher uh, probability of getting me to go sit down at a coffee or grab a Coke or a slice of pizza or something or go on a Harley ride or something.
0: Or buy a Harley, yeah.
1: or Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and open that conversation on, hey, um, you know, how can I help you? Can i pray for you can i help you on your roof
0: i i think it's the holy grail of what studios have been desperate to have forever because they always hear like well they're not making movies towards their audience they're not targeting their audience because they get some you know uh, nba's or uh masters of business back there and accountants doing the math they're not saying what does the flyover country like you said uh, want to see yeah. you would have that and especially when it's church related so i understand yeah. you're saying they're not faith-based films you're not going to see a lot more chosen chosen two chosen three chosen four chosen five you're going to see original content on your site uh, that is either edited for a more i don't know what do you want to call it a sensitive audience or directed to them uh and more about what they like in the first place so it's yes. how, and I think they've done been doing that with music for a long time as well. Yeah. Um all right well we are near the end here what else can you tell us besides where to go to find you and follow you and make sure that they yeah. keep, keep tabs on you cuz you're fast growing and very busy uh what else can you tell us about movie night to well, finalize it.
1: <clears throat> um we've talked about the church side of things I would like to touch on our Arvad model. So what we're doing for churches with movies we're also doing with businesses. So Um, going back to empowerment and influence, um, I love small business owners. i I've been a small business owner since I grew up in a small business family. And full Uh,
0: disclosure, I am an investor in movie night. There you go. (laughs) I don't want anyone to come back later and say, what are you doing? Okay. Now we know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite investors too. So thank you. Yeah. So with, with movie night, uh, ministries, obviously that's the church facing brand, uh, movie night.com itself, the RVOD redemption video on demand again that's empowering business owners so i want people to walk into the local hot dog stand uh do what they normally do which is buy a hot dog and they walk out with a free movie pass to watch a movie on movie night um and again it's about the business owner wins because we just brought him a customer for a couple of bucks um the consumer wins because they didn't have to do anything extra but they get a free movie out of the deal um and uh, you know when you look at the overall goal, goal to connect with flyover america it's not just connecting with the consumer it's connecting with the influencer who is the person of influence in the community you got the pastor the guy that owns the pizza shop the guy that owns the whatever those are people that that are looked up to in the community so by empowering flyover America with its micro influencers that's how we become a power brand in the market and that's that's why we're able to get the content that we're getting um, and uh, we, we do have some of our own productions were, will be launching um, our first in-house production. It's a story called Nocturnal Paralysis. Uh, that The term and the, the phrases around it gets 140 million searches annually. Wow. And it's, the, it's um, a story about um, the events that occur when people have demonic paralysis. Um, I had it for 25 years myself. I received the Lord. It was gone. I thought it was just me. Um, I bought nocturnalparalysis.com <clears throat> three years later, started a blog and and got hit every single day. People finding it, asking me questions, saying I, I'm affected by it. We shared one, we, we, we have a logo contest going right now. We have about 500 logos submitted. So we've been sharing those, but we, our first logo that we shared, we had over a hundred in- digital interactions of people sending us messages or commenting saying, hey, I deal with that too. What's the solution? So we're getting ready to do something very innovative with that title. Uh, it's a super hot topic. We're hoping to release it. Uh, it would be released fall of twenty four. But uh, we're just going down this. So that that would be the first movie night original. Uh, we think that's going to attract you know tens of millions of people to churches. Churches can actually talk about the subject. Um, there's a reference in the New Testament. Um, it's uh, the term is called moonstruck. Uh, that is where the the term nocturnal paralysis kind of stems from, but if you look at nocturnal paralysis art over the last 1400 years, there's 1400 years of the exact same depictions referencing the subject matter. So, uh, we're excited about that. Um, but, uh, you know, movienight.com is our site, movienightministries.com. Uh, my email address is david at movienight.com. You feel free to send me, anyone out there wants to send me emails. Uh,
0: Especially with content to distribute.
1: Yeah, we're, we are looking for good content. I do encourage, um, if you are a Christian uh, film producer out there or a writer, um, you know, uh, I, I, my team and I love you and we want to support you. Um, but we ask that you, um, if you do want to submit something, uh, we get inundated with stories, faith stories, and we all have our faith stories. Uh, we're looking at things that are profound, that can attract tens of millions to churches, tens of millions to businesses, um, and uh, we do have we do have a really good selection coming up. We've got um, we're in talks. I don't think I could talk about it just yet. We're in talks with uh, probably one of the most well-known um, actors out there. Um, it looks like looks like we'll be doing a movie with him that would probably be released probably end of twenty four maybe early twenty five. We're really excited about that, um, and that's gonna that's gonna be a shocker uh, when when people hear that a church is offering a movie by this guy. But he has had a huge a huge life pivot and um, is gonna willing to do a passion project for us. Yeah, um, you
0: are most certainly a CEO yeah. and a company to watch going forward. You have oh, everything you. going for you. The wind is in your sails, and I know you have the energy <laughs> to pull it off. You're on an airplane almost every other day. So uh, good luck with that. And thank you so much for coming on here. And it sounds like less than a year from now, we'll have you back on and tell us all about the wins and successes you're doing.
1: Yeah, I would love that. Awesome.